Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. What is going on everyone? Welcome back to my channel. Today we're looking at r/prorevenge. Let's get into these stories. I got fired and went after the boss's money, his hotel, and his marriage. Back when I was still in university, I used to work for a hotel to make ends meet. When I started, the hotel very urgently needed new personnel. So, I cut a deal with the old owner about getting to choose and pick shifts so I could visit my courses and exams. Speaking some extra foreign languages, I also got a little bonus each month on top. The old owner was a great guy. He owned multiple hotels, so I rarely saw him. But when he was in the house, he always made a point to have drinks with the staff, chat with us, and if we were free, he even invited those on the front desk to fancy restaurants who were not on shift. Fast forward, I'd worked in the hotel for a few years now and was nearing the completion of my studies. So it wouldn't have been an eternity until I had to quit anyway, as I was, of course, more interested in working in my field of study. As part of my deal with the old owner, I mostly chose to work night shifts. This allowed me to visit my courses at university during the day to make up for my privileges I had picked up the habit of doing some extra work in the dead of night that other shifts would normally have to do when I on contrast could have sat around and stared at the walls people were grateful for the help in the beginning and we became a rather tight-knit group but over time people rotated in and out when the old owner retired and his butthole of a son took over the business as the new owner I already feared the worst the new owner didn't like me very much I never found out the exact reason for that one I was at that point nearly the sole veteran left from when I started. Among the tasks I had taken on was doing light clerical tasks to ease the manager's job in the morning. For that, I generally had to use the manager's network account. One night, while doing my list, I logged into the manager's account and emailed to do my job. Then, I saw an email with my name in the subject line. I know it is not nice to snoop, but of course I read it. Turns out, the new owner wanted to get rid of me. I still had my old employee contract with the bonuses for foreign language abilities and was allowed by my contract to pick and choose shifts. I can only assume these privileges are what made the new owner hate me I have no idea if he had other reasons because to be honest they seem very weak to me But he couldn't fire me without cause on top of that I would be owed severance if fired and generally there were not enough bodies in the shift rotation without me Though the new owner didn't seem to understand that point as the emails told me I looked for more emails concerning me and I found them There was an email chain between some of the employees the manager and the new owner I was of course not cc'd as I was the hated topic the employees didn't like me hogging the night shifts because those paid better and for every night you worked you got paid the night bonus the manager was the only one rather neutral on the matter and just curbed their enthusiasm to get rid of me as they needed me to be fully staffed the new owner and my colleagues actively conspired to make a hostile work environment so i would quit of my own volition 
I was furious. I thought about a variety of reactions, from egging their cars to burning down the hotel, but I settled on a less crazy method of revenge. I called my uncle at 2am asking for advice. My uncle is a lawyer, so for sake of proof, I forwarded myself all the emails. I made photos, printed them out, made copies, and filmed the whole deal just to be sure. My uncle told me to sit tight and see if things got worse or if it was just bluster. And so I gave it a few days, and things did take a turn. Snide remarks about my looks, clothing, and so on were only the tip of the iceberg some of the colleagues were just as professional as before but the conspirators always left extra work for me or pawned off trash duties they normally had to do onto me i always kept a spare shirt and suit at work just to have a change which suddenly disappeared one guy even started to threaten me with violence but i kept clenching my butt cheeks i would not give them the satisfaction of saving on the severance or giving in i am a big boy after all i did however stop doing any extra work i was not obligated to do which in the end was the reason they used to fire me. They still had to pay my severance. The next day, my uncle with bundled proof of the email and all documented harassment by my colleagues served the hotel my lawsuit. It started with wrongful termination and ended with harassment. Reportedly, the manager went white as a sheet when he realized where the emails must have come from. The new owner had been on vacation and had to cancel his expensive vacation in France to deal with this. Their counsel advised them to settle. So I accepted my severance and a hefty bonus on top. Enough money to last me until the end of university without work But that was not all my revenge I'd gone after the new owner's money But in the next step, I went after the hotel I had used all the spare time during night shifts alone To document every last violation of city, county, district, state and federal law I could find That went from minor things like some harmless mold under the kitchen sink To substantial violations like modifications to the building The building was under a limited form of historical protection by federal law On the ground of it being built and inhabited by somewhat important historical figures a few hundred years back so every renovation or change in floor plans needed to be signed off by a committee which can take ages there is also a grant paid to the new owner by the government for keeping the building intact as is so with my uncle's help i sent documentation of every violation i could find to the corresponding agency in one month everything from health building code fire safety to the finance and work police crawled over the hotel in the end it was the building and fire inspectors that shut the place down. The new owner had done substantial renovations to the top floor luxury apartments, which he used when he was in town. So the new owner had to pay back the grant, pay fines for unauthorized alterations to the building, endangering his guests because something wasn't built right according to fire code, and he had to close down the shop until the building was fixed. I also tipped off a friend who had studied journalism and worked at a local paper. The paper ran an article on all the violations accumulated, which tanked the business once it had reopened, as the newspaper article had led to horrible reviews in the end to afford all the fines repayments and building costs the new owner sold the hotel as the cherry on top all the buttholes who had tried to harass me out lost their job granted the people who didn't do anything to me lost their jobs too but they didn't do anything to stand up for me or help me either so i don't feel too much remorse and the revenge cherry on top was that the new owner whenever he was in town used to bring home escorts which in my country is not illegal but he was married it took some doing to get that information to the new
new owner's wife But one of my former colleagues who had quit before this had all happened had her email So I let her know what the new owner was up to when he was out of town I don't know what exactly happened, but they did divorce in the end make of that what you will Oh things you love to see, you know all the best stories start with I have a insert family member who's a lawyer That's when you know that stories like this are gonna get really intense and the revenge is gonna be so satisfying I love how the uncle just knew exactly what to do in this situation. He was like, yep I've seen this all before i'm gonna destroy this company with your emails Like if anything this would not be out of place on r slash nuclear revenge All that really happened to you was that you were fired It was wrong the way you were fired, but you were fired not the biggest deal But in the end you got rid of all this guy's money destroyed his hotel and ruined his marriage like that is insane The only person that I do feel bad for is the old owner all his hard work came crumbling down due to one butthole of a son But then again, this guy totally deserved everything you did so fair play now for our second story scam me for $80 for cleaning on move outs. I don't think so jack Background about 10 years ago my landlord died or at least the person who owned the place We were renting the property managers had been delightful But whoever inherited wanted to sell so the house was for sale enter a jack bar We'll call him jack who decides to buy the place now ours was the top floor ie attic converted into a suite of a house less than 35 square meters Which is about 375 square feet the bathroom was literally where the stairs up to the top floor used to be the place was tiny Jack came to check out the place as you should before buying a place He had one of those bluetooth earpieces in and I can't even remember if he even acknowledged us He spent about 30 to 45 seconds in our suite next time we hear from him is about a month later Apparently he bought the place He stops by to give us a notice of rent increase effective in six months, which is the legal minimum from $485 to 795 the place is not worth that much We say nuts to that and decide to buy a house since what the heck it's not much more per month Surprise to anyone who's never bought a house, it was more than just mortgage payments. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We give him all the required notice to move out. We move and clean the place up really well. Mind you, when my partner moved in, it was not especially clean, and we happen to have the move-in inspection which mentions this. Jack decides to try to scam us for $80 of our damaged deposit for cleaning. He doesn't provide the required forms. He just says, I'm going to hold $80 from your damaged deposit for cleaning. We responded with, um, no, you're not. But Jack said, assuming we need the cash for our next damaged deposit or bills and we'll settle for anything, take this or I'm going to keep your whole deposit. Cue revenge. So he decides to just keep the whole deposit, $485. I file paperwork with the rentals man, who unsurprisingly, after their investigation, rule in my favor. He's ordered to refund the whole deposit, but Jack decides not to pay, and the rentals man doesn't have any enforcement powers. So I have to go to the local sheriff's office. They can send a legal demand letter for the deposit and costs, but it will cost me $100 to $150, I forget, up front. Sure, go ahead. Jack decides to ignore the sheriff's kindly letter. The 
The sheriffs say that they can start proceedings to recover the debt and costs, but again, I have to pay up front. About $250, and it might take quite a while. I guess most people quit at this point. Being out of pocket $700, throwing more money at the problem, and maybe having to wait months didn't appeal to them, and there's also a chance you never collect. I chose to pay the sheriffs. They sent another, less friendly letter to Jack, but here's the best part. Now that they're recovering a debt, they're going to recover on all of the outstanding judgments against him, and apparently he has tried this stuff before. They send him another couple letters, pay up or else. Jack chose else. Then they seized title to Jack's giant white SUV. I can't remember what it was, but not a cheap one. They didn't physically take it away or anything, but they gave him 30 days to pay all the judgments against him or they would take it and sell it at auction. Somehow, he all of a sudden found the money. My share, 485 plus 150 plus 250, so $885. The other people who'd registered judgments but not paid to start the collections processes were about $5,000 more. I can't remember how long the whole process took, at least six months though. Wow, I love this guy's dedication to the cause. OP, it's incredible that you didn't choose just to pay the $80, although it is a little much. Instead, you ended up paying a lot more, but you got the revenge that you so deserved. The fact that he's not just been doing this to you, but to other people as well, proves that it was such a good investment from you to spend your own money to really give this guy the karma he deserves. By being this selfless OP, you hopefully helped a lot of other innocent victims and potential ones feel safer. So good job. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash pro revenge. I really hope you have enjoyed it. If you have, drop a like on this video, comment your opinions down below, and also check out the playlist on screen right now for some more revenge stories. With that being said, I will see you guys all tomorrow for a brand new upload on the channel. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.